Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome to Thursday, January 27. Um, today, we are going to read from Luke in just a little bit, but on Thursdays, we uh, use the phrase Thankfulness Thursdays, which is maybe a little bit, you know, cheesy, but still, the idea is we just want to take a little bit of time. Um, we've been talking now for several days now um, on the podcast, and just to take a break and say, well, what are we thankful for? Um, so, Tara, Scott, is there something that you are particularly thankful for that you'd be willing to share yeah, for me, um, you know, I am I have an outreach youth ministry, as we talked about um, in the past couple of podcasts, and we have a lot of boys coming um, to our program, and um, we have been praying for someone, um, just kind of the perfect fit for someone to come uh, help us on a regular basis, okay. someone that's consistent, uh, younger than my age of 44, yes. and um, a male. Um, and I have always kind of had someone in mind, um, but just recently this kind of all came to fruition and oh. prayed about it and finally um, sent some texts, made a phone call to this young gentleman, mm-hmm. and he said yes. Awesome. Uh, so he started coming uh, this past Tuesday, and it's looking like, um, God willing, that he's going to help us uh throughout the end of the school year. Awesome. So we'll see what God has planned for him. He's a freshman at Hope College. Okay. Um, but just a really cool young man and looking forward to what he is going to um, do in our ministry yeah. um, and how he's going to mentor these young guys. His first day, I just felt like it was such a good fit. And so I'm super yeah. excited about that. And I just feel yeah. like that was an answer to God's prayer and um, praying that um, it's just going to be a really cool um, story that unfolds. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, good. I'm glad that that worked out. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Very good for me. I'm, um, I'm just super thankful for how, as a teacher, our school year has gone so far. Yeah. I think about um, the last couple of years and while there's still certainly challenges this year, we've stayed in person, in person learning the whole time and yeah. thankful for my boys. And, um, they're both in middle school together for the first year. So they're having a, a great year, um, where they get to see each other and ride the bus together. And, um, but all in all, just, um, yeah, we're just very blessed with, um, you know, everything that we, we have and, um, the year, the year that we've had so far. So yeah. good. Yeah. Good. It's kind of like despite circumstances in the past couple of years, you know, we, we really do have a lot to be thankful for. Oh, for sure. You know, our health has remained well. And um, so, yeah. Yeah. God is good and in through it all. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm thankful that you are both here today because whenever I have, you know, a dual guest, it's less on me to, to talk there and share. So, <laughs> so I'm glad that you both said yes. So. Well, we're going to read uh, Luke 4, 14 through 21, um, another probably familiar passage uh, for for many of our uh, longtime listeners or people who've grown up in the church. Um, and so, Scott, can you read that for us? And then Tara will, maybe you can just start with sharing what you took out of this. So. Absolutely. Then Jesus returned to Galilee, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Reports about him spread quickly through the whole region. He taught regularly in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. 
When he came to the village of Nazareth, his boyhood home, he went as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood to read the scriptures. The scroll of Isaiah, the prophet, was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where this was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim the captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. He rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant, and sat down. All eyes on the synagogue looked at him intently. Then he began to speak to them. The scripture you've just heard has been fulfilled this very day. Thank you. Yeah, so um, for me, a reading starting just when Jesus is speaking, uh, verse 18, mm -hmm. um, I just, I wrote down uh, several of those sentences and um, and actually put like a square around the words poor, mm. captives, blind, oppressed. Um, for me, it was just this glaring, this is who Jesus came for. Yeah. He came to preach good news to the poor. He came to set the captives free. They will be released. Um, you know, the blind will see. I think physically, for me, you know, I see that he did that physically. Yeah. You know, those were physical miracles, but also metaphorically, right? Um, and that the oppressed be set free. And that the time of the Lord's favor has come. Um, and, you know, even, you know, in today's, today's world, and there's just so many things that feel polarized, it all comes back to this, mm -hmm. you know, no matter what, um, that this is still the freedom in Christ that we all crave and desire, not mm -hmm. only for ourselves, but the people that we come into contact with. Um, and it's the less than, the least of these mm -hmm. is who Jesus came for. And, you know, over and over in the Bible, you know, the, the, the last will be first. Um, and I just, you know, that's, that's also, it's also pressure. That's pressure on us, Yeah. you know, that we need to proclaim this. Um, and we need to be seeking out the, the oppressed and we need to be, um, you know, bringing good news to the poor. Um, and so for me, it was just this reminder of, um, that the Lord's favor has come. Yeah. And we have we have clear instructions of what we're supposed to do, um, you know. And I'm going to jump right to uh, what you guys need to know. Here is at the table we all have notes written down, yeah. and and none of us have shared our notes. We all did this separately. And uh, at verse 20, um, when he rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant, and sat down. For all of us here sitting at the table doing yeah. this podcast, every single one of us have written down a mic drop moment, yeah, <laughs> which is sure. really funny Yeah, um, that we all have written down. We have this, this great visual. And again, that's, yeah. that's the, the fact that none of us compared notes Yeah, that we almost all see the same thing. Yeah. We see that, you know, Jesus, he rolled up that scroll, handed it back to the attendant and sat down yeah. and all eyes in the synagogue looked at him intently. Yeah. It's almost like you could just hear the pin drop in the room. Yeah. The scripture you've just heard has been fulfilled this very day. Can yeah. you imagine the emotions and the silence and just kind of the jaw drop in that yeah. room? Like, oh, for sure. Yep. There it is, people. Yeah. This is what you need to be doing. Yep. It's it's sometimes um, no more, no less. Yeah. Um, bring good news to the poor. Proclaim that captives captives will be released. The blind will see and the oppressed set free. Yeah. Um, just so many. Um, 
bold statements there. Yeah, is, is for me what kind of gla- kind of just like stood mm-hmm. out. Right. For I me. I thought it was really cool that he did it in his hometown. Yeah. Too. I I don't know why that stood out to me, but I feel like this is almost like his announcement of of his mission mission this yeah. is you know he read um the spirit of the lord is upon me like i am the anointed one you know and um and and he came back to his hometown to to have that that moment and um you know i read a little bit further ahead there was points later on when they even said well wait a minute isn't this just joseph's son like they right after being in awe then they did start to question like this was just the kid who grew up in this neighborhood right. essentially and um but i thought that was um that was something that stood out to me that was it was mm-hmm. cool that he used his home hometown to to where people are familiar with him and his background and um to make that that statement and proclamation and um yeah the the other thing that stood out to me too was um in verse 16 it talked about um he um basically he 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 went to church as was his custom um Mm -hmm. and how i thought of um had read someone else said something similar if there was anyone who didn't need to go to church regularly right (laughs) it was jesus but he still made it a habit and a custom to to go on the sabbath um and um that was a good reminder because we tara and i often talk about how you get life gets busy and you're not always as consistent as you need to be. And, um, but if he, of all people prioritize it, um, you yeah. know, and whether it's church on Sundays in the building or whether it's being part of a church community and yesterday's podcast, we talked about that. If you're not part of a body currently, you know, find, find one right. to be part of. And, yeah. um, and don't so. give up meeting with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I, as the chair mentioned, we kind of all had that same idea of mic drop. And, and um, when I first read this, it, this tick comes right after um, his temptation in the desert, mm-hmm. uh, which came right after his baptism. So I first wrote down the notes, this is this is his first day on the job. Right? He's um, he spent 30 years as a carpenter and stuff, but this is his first day, um, you know, and it, well, when I read the footnotes, they think maybe not. Maybe he's been here about a year and the. the um, things that happened in John one through four kind of happened between the wilderness and this, but, but regardless, he's kind of saying, all right, this is what I'm here to do. Um, and going back to a little bit, what we talked about on Monday, um, with, you know, the Israelites finally going back home and then the wall being built, you know, Jesus is saying what you've read about, what you've prayed about, what you longed about you know, all these years, um, that's me. I'm here. Your exile is finished. I'm here to rebuild the wall, uh, to bring you home. And so this is what I'm going to be doing. Um, yeah. And I do find it's interesting too, that he did in his hometown, maybe because he f- felt like of all the people, they're the ones who would least believe that Joseph's son, right. you know, yep. um, you know, would be the, the Messiah. Um, yeah. And just kind of sat down and said, all right, let's go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was kind of, kind of cool too so any other any other things that you want to bring up you know i um i I think that scott and i both work and our our work environments life settings um we just have ample opportunity Mm. um, to attempt um being jesus to people yeah um but sometimes you know maybe that's the I don't want to say the easy way out. Like, you know, everyone has this. Um, but when, 
for me, a lot of times it involves um, introducing people to, to Jesus involves um, uh, something when they're in need. So when someone's in need, how do we help? How do we, yeah. how do we love your neighbor? Um, and Scott, you said something the other day, and I remember it just kind of stood out to me is, you know, throwing money at something or giving a gift or helping someone in, in a, you know, bring the snowblower over and help us with our driveway. Those are, those are easy sometimes. Mm -hmm. Those are, yeah, we can all do that. And I think we all have a heart for that. Um, but what's the next step? What yeah. is the, what is the long term? It's actually the relationship mm -hmm. that takes a real investment. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that's sometimes the most difficult and the hard part. Yeah. is investing in that relationship and sacrificing time. Right. You know, what am I going to, what am I going to remove from my plate to um, make space for this relationship? Um, because yeah. God created us to be in relationships with others. And so I don't, yeah. for me, it's just, you know, all these things um, for people to be set free, they have to know Jesus. Yeah. You know, and sometimes um, in Proverbs, uh, 1816 says giving a gift can open doors. It gives mm. access mm. to people. And so often I think that's what we're really good at. Um, it, it, you know, in our society is we can, we can give the gift. Um, and, and it's super important, right. To provide right. that access to the open doors mm. of Jesus. I think the hard part becomes. That's not the end point. That's not the right. end point. Right. right. And again, we have to be obedient and saying yes to those moments because down mm. the line, um, hopefully and prayerfully, you know, that person is going to have a, you know, come to a Jesus moment where yeah. they get it, that they're set free. Um, they're not captives anymore to their own sin. Um, so that's just yeah. kind of where my mind kind of wandered with this scripture. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's great to, you know, throw money at something, open a door, but then someone has to be on the other side of that door mm -hmm. to help uh, lead the person along. We talked earlier this week, just briefly about, you know, it might be a 20 year journey for something and each of us have a little part yes. and, and you have to be open mm -hmm. to when the spirit says, okay, I need you now to intersect with this mm -hmm. person. I, you know, he doesn't often tell us how long mm -hmm. we have to interact, but this, I need you to invest in this person now because yeah. you're the most important part of this person's journey right yeah. now. And that, but that is hard yeah. to do because. And, the, and, and those gifts are super important. I don't want to discount yeah. it. We, that, oh, for yeah. Sure. yeah. And like the, the tangible ways to mm -hmm. reach people. Um, I think in our society is, is the, the way the open door, right. Yeah. When someone has a need and we try to fulfill it. Um, and, and I will be honest for me, a lot of times the most difficult part is then actually having some of those harder conversations, yeah. you know, um, do you know Jesus? And for me, it's sometimes even with my own, with, with my own family members, okay. it's, it's easier for me to, <laughs> for like a stranger uh, oh, yeah. Not a, a stranger or someone you don't. You don't have this, emotional there's, there's attachment. A, there's a lower risk. Yes, exactly. That's there's it. a lower yeah. risk. Uh, but sometimes those closest to us, friends, you mm -hmm. know, in your inner circle, the people that you do life with, um, hopefully we all have those people in our life that 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 don't know Jesus, right? Yeah. Um, and, and if we don't, find some. <laughs> yeah. um, because... But there is, 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 there's a risk. What if they oh, don't yeah. want to be friends with me anymore? Right. Or what, what, what am I risking? Um, that this is what we're going to talk about every time we get together now. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Just some thoughts kind of swirling that those are yeah. challenges for myself. Yeah. Um, is, is taking that next brave step um, and talking about who Jesus is in my own life and, and what he can do for you. Yeah. 
Um, but, but with that comes great reward. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, as you're talking that, I just uh, remember the, after this part of the story and Scott, you alluded to this too. Um, the, the crowd quickly turns on Jesus and they're like, oh, this is not, we don't believe that this is, you know, you are who you say, how, mm-hmm. how dare you say that? And get to the point where they, they want to push him off a cliff. But um, what that says to me is that the, the job that God calls us to do might not always be uh, received with open arms. Mm-hmm. We still need to do it. And so, so they're scatter the seed. Yeah. Scatter seed. And so, so yeah, it might be difficult when you talk to your coworker or your family member about mm-hmm. who Jesus is um, and they might not receive it well. Mm-hmm. And then you have to kind of go and see him the next day at work at Canberra. But, mm-hmm. you know, so there's an encouragement here in that, that yes, Jesus came to do these things. Um, and, and we would have loved it if it had been well-received and everybody said, okay, yep, this yep. is it. But he wasn't. And he made it through and he still kept pushing through and he still did his job mm-hmm. that he came here to do mm-hmm. um, despite that opposition. So it's encouragement for us too, I think. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that I think is, is a great place to wrap up as well. So um, do you guys have any challenge for our listeners as we wrap this one up? Anything that you would be I think would be that would be something that our listeners should maybe try to keep in mind today. I, I feel like just I just kind of almost want to repeat what you just said. You know that the opposition you might face opposition. You're going to most likely. Yeah. Uh, when when you're sharing the gospel with people, but the challenge is there. Like do it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> right. What what's the what's the possible what's the worst thing that could happen? You know. I mean, mm. yeah. Maybe you might have a little bit of. Uh, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. You might get some pushback yeah. for for a while, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, the potential downside of not sharing is it considerably larger than yeah. the, um, the negatives that could come about if you do if share. I, if I truly yeah. believe that Jesus is my Lord and Savior, um, I want others to know about it. Yeah. But why does it sometimes feel just a little bit? Um, it's it's challenging. So, but yeah. I would you know encourage people to take that risk and um, you know see what the outcome is. Yes. Good. Well, thank you for that. That that is a great challenge. So, um, just as you do that, as you uh, step into the the job, the role that God has created you to do, um, may you just remember that even when pushback comes, that the Lord will be with you. He'll keep His um, face upon you. He'll smile upon you, mm-hmm. and He will um, help you prosper. Enjoy your day, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.